What's good, baby? You already know who it is. What? What's that? They don't? Oh, right. Because this is my first ever episode of Sobe Doby Football. And I'm your host, Soban. Man, without further ado, let's get this shit started. Jared Bernhardt, Russell Wilson, Jim Brown, T.O., and Ricky Williams. What do all these guys have in common? I'm going to give y'all a second. I'm going to give y'all a second. Just like Dora does, I'm going to give y'all a second. Nah, nah, you're wrong. Too much time. That's incorrect. They actually all played multiple sports in college. And while Jared might not be on the same level of an NFL player that they are, he is the most recent in a long line of unique and superb athletes to come through the NFL. Jared's dad was no slouch. I mean, this dude coached at Hofstra, at Brown, Central Florida, and even Penn State, you know what I'm saying? He, he was a coach at some big time programs. And at one part of his life, he was even a director of football research for the Houston Texans. So it's not crazy to think that football really runs in his family. You could even say that football is in Jared's blood. You know what I'm saying? Now, he only played varsity his junior and senior season of high school. And he played quarterback there, believe it or not. Now, the type of offense he ran was a triple option, dual threat type of system. Talk about a running quarterback. Y'all like to call Lamar Jackson a running back? Nah, nah. Jared was different, my guy. Jared was different. He was literally a runner that sometimes threw it. I mean, this dude almost had 1,500 yards on the ground and 12 touchdowns, my guy. He passed for 750 yards and six touchdowns. This was all in 11 games. So, like, he was no scrub through the air. But come on. <laughs> his main thing, we all know. He has the ball in his hand. He is not passing you the ball, gang. He is doing it himself. He's either handing off to the running back or he's running in. He's running in for that touchdown. Now, I know his football stats. They're pretty tough. I'm not going to lie. They're pretty tough out there. They're pretty tough. But... Yo, the crazy thing is about this dude, the crazy thing is, he was a star in lacrosse. Like, he was a whole different animal, man. He was named an All-American midfielder, and he was even ranked as high as third in the nation his senior year. Like, he was the real deal. He was the real deal. All the schools wanted him. Bernhardt is only a sophomore in high school committed to play Division One lacrosse for Maryland, bro. Like... That's crazy to think about. Just think about that. Division one lacrosse commit as a sophomore. Now, I don't know about y'all, but when I was a sophomore, all I could think about was taking my driver's test. All I wanted to do was get a car. This man, yo, this dude committed, bro. D1. D1. And on top of that, he backed it up. Like, this dude, he... Bro, 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 he works so hard 
I mean, he came into a Division One program as a freshman and earned the starting midfielder job. And it's not like he was starting for some trash team, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't starting for the rebuilding 2016 76ers on some trash garbage top minutes. Nah, nah. This was the real deal. His freshman year in 2017, they won the national championship. Now, yes, at this point, Jared definitely felt like he was on top of the world. But like everyone knows, it's not always sunshine and rainbows. Life is a roller coaster. And you can get ups and you can get downs. Sadly for Jared and the Bernhardt family, his father, his role model, passed away from a battle with cancer in 2019. And on top of that, his senior season of college was derailed like many collegiate athletes due to COVID-19. And th this really just shows the heart and the grind and the resilience of this kid at the end of the day. Because like, I was raised by a single mother. I don't know what I would have done if she died. And then the next season, my second family, my, my home away from home is canceled because of COVID. A lot of players may have just said, fuck it, it's over. Like, it's done. I don't know. I, they could have thrown in the towel. But not Jared. Not Jared. I mean, this kid, he came back. He came back hungrier. He came back with more of a drive. He didn't run away from the grind. <laughs> I, he, he did not run away from the grind. He's like Damian Lillard, but with a championship. Now, coming back from his fifth year, man, this dude dominated, bro. There was no one who could stop him. He ended up winning the Tawarton Award for the nation's best lacrosse player. And he finished up his season as Maryland's career leader in not only goals with 202, but he also finished with number one with points in 290. Like, he was unstoppable from day one to the last day. He was unstoppable. Jared, through and through, is an athlete. And post-grad life saw him take the field with a different look as he took advantage of the NCAA rule five to play four. Now, I know what y'all wondering. You're wondering, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? What are you talking about? Let me tell y'all. This rule basically allows athletes one more year of eligibility in another sport after they already used up all the eligibility in the original sport. So you could go play four years at one school, you could play basketball and you know, you, you're not gonna get drafted and then switch up your sport to football. And that's basically exactly what Jared did. He went from lacrosse, the best player in the nation, the best player in the nation at lacrosse to go play football. Now, obviously, he he has a background in football. He played two years varsity as a dual threat, all-you-can-do quarterback. And he has to have that brain. You know what I'm saying? With his dad being around football all the time, with him being around football all the time, he has the IQ. So he took his talents and decided to enroll in Ferris State. I know what y'all thinking. Like, for real, I had to look it up. Respectfully, I had to look it up because... I did not know what the hell Ferris State was. And, I mean, rightfully so, respectfully, respectfully. It's a Division II college. 
So he came in as a graduate transfer in 2021. He worked so hard until he earned the starting job. Now, let's think about how crazy this is. Because yes, we know he's a terrific athlete. But the kid has not played football since 2016. I mean, 2016. Like, think about how far back that is. That's back when Lil Uzi Vert vs. The World was dropped. You know what I'm saying? And we got bangers like Money Longer. Money got longer, speak got louder, car got faster. Tell you the savage, pocket got fatter, she call me daddy. Yeah. Now, in his 10 games as a starter, he passed for over 1,300 yards and 11 T ditties. You feel me? While displaying electrifying running attack, rushing for over 1,400 yards and another 26 touchdowns. Yo, this is not a running back, bro. This is a quarterback running for 26 touchdowns and almost 1,500 yards on the ground. That is insane. Those are crazy numbers for a running back. That is insane. His agility and mobility were just on a different level. And they're on full display, not only in his rushing attack, but he was only sacked one time. And yes, you can credit this to the linemen, you can t- credit this to coaching, you can credit this to quick passes, but, I mean, you gotta, you gotta have some agility in the pocket. You gotta be able to evade a sack here and there, you know what I'm saying? You only get one in ten games? That's insane. And I don't want to hear all this bull that it was empty stats, this, that, and the other. No. No. Ferris State finished the season 14-0 and and won the Division II National Championship. The man didn't even throw a pass in the championship game and they won. Instead, he said, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna run it. I'm gonna run it. Instead, he ran the ball 14 times for 148 yards and three touchdowns. Like, gang, he put it up some Leonard Fournette beta-esque numbers, gang. No. He was killing it. He was killing it. This man was running around the field like Retro Bull Bo Jackson. To top it all off, he was named Great Lakes Intercollegiate Athletic Conference Player of the Year. No matter what he did, Jared worked his ass off. The kid won a Division I National Championship in lacrosse, as well as being the best player in the nation. There's not many people in the world that can say, I'm the best at what they do. And he was able to do that. Adding on to that, he won another championship at the Division II level. This kid, to go through everything he's gone through, switch up schools, switch up sports, go through the death of his father, and still grind it out, still win, at multiple levels, in multiple sports, is insane. As a one-year Division II player, he did not get an invite to the NFL Combine. Instead, he participated in Maryland's Pro Day as a wide receiver in a corner. His 40-yard dash was a below average 4.7 for a receiver. He had a 32-inch vert, which showed some nice athleticism. And in comparison, that's almost the same as NBA superstar Kevin Durant. And on top of all that, 
He ran a three-cone drill in 6.89 seconds, which ranked third amongst all wide receivers if he were at the 2022 combine. So, Bomb, the fuck does the three-cone do? Oh, I, I don't know what that means. Don't worry. Don't worry. I got you. Don't worry about that. I'll three-cone... You know what I'm saying? It tests speed. It tests agility. And we know he had that from his college stats. It tests change in direction and body control. I really think this was a really, really important aspect of his pro day. Because he's never played wide receiver. You know what I'm saying? The only wide receiver stat he had was, I think, one catch back in high school for 22 yards. He never played wide receiver. So we don't know how he's going to run routes. We don't know how he's going to translate to the next level. But this was a great drill. This was a great drill to see that he does have that athleticism to maybe not be a prolific route runner, but definitely an NFL caliber route runner, which is way more important than a lot of people give it credit. The Atlanta Falcons, seeing all this and watching his film, his athleticism jumping off the screen signed him as an undrafted free agent. Now, just because a team signs you, that does not mean you're making the roster, right? You're just there in training camp. You're basically another body at the end of the day. You're another body there. And while his stats don't directly jump off the page through the preseason, I mean, they're still pretty solid now. He caught five passes for 102 yards and added a touchdown. And on top of that, he showed them some versatility by returning some of the kicks. Seeing all these stats, seeing his film, seeing his athleticism, the Atlanta Falcons have to be happy. They showed it by signing him to the 53-man roster from a one-year Division II football player to the NFL. That is insane. I mean, since there's not much tape of him playing receiver, it's really hard to predict what he'll do as a rookie. Being so buried in the depth chart, I only see him coming in for situational opportunities or even maybe his trick play. You know, he did play quarterback in college, so you never know. Maybe a trick play here and there. He will have an opportunity to earn more playing time later in the season as the Falcons are going to suck. Like, let's keep it a beat. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't look at me in my eyes and lie to me. That's crazy. The Falcons are going to be ass. So, if I were them, I'd be starting to play my younger guys later in the season. I'd say, one, let's tank. Two, let's see what we got. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what we got. I love seeing a guy with this much heart get a chance to prove himself on the biggest stage. With his work ethic and his athleticism, he'll have a real chance to carve out a role for himself in the NFL. It just goes to show you that if you put your head to the grindstone, you honestly can do anything in your life. You just have to push your way through. You have to push your way through and you gotta be willing to work harder than everybody else. You gotta be willing to put in that effort. Hey, that's all we got for you today. I appreciate every single one of y'all for listening. Please like and share. I truly appreciate it. It helps me out. And I think this was a pretty good first episode. A lot more to come. Any news you want about it is going to be on my Instagram or on my website. Both are going to be linked 
in the bio, in the description, in the whatever. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, you know what? I'm rambling. Hey, yo, Future Soban, play the outro, baby!